الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله عن أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يسأل الله غضب الله عليه on the authority of Abu Hurairah radiyallahu ta'ala anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said whoever does not ask Allah Allah will be angry with him whoever does not ask Allah Allah will be angry with that individual. Imam al-Bukhari, he brings this tremendous hadith inside of his tremendous book, Adab al-Mufrad. The conduct of the individual, for lack of a better term and or translation. This tremendous book, it outlines and it teaches us by way of the prophetic traditions, by way of the ahadith of the Prophet wasallam, the mannerisms, the akhlaq, the behavior and the mode of conduct of the Muslims and how their conduct should be, how their character should be. This is a tremendous book and I encourage everyone with the reading of it. From the characteristics of the Muslim that is binding and that they have to adorn themselves with is that they have to be from those who constantly beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have to be of those who ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything that they need. The Allama, Fadilatul Shaykh, Shaykh Zayd Al-Madkhali, Rahimahullahu Ta'ala, he mentions a side of his explanation of this tremendous book. He says, Wal-Mas'ala, because these ahadith that are mentioned and come here in this chapter, they have contained in it some masa'in, some issues, some affairs. The first one, Mas'ala Al-Ula, Wujub Su'alillah, is that it is incumbent that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Asking Allah, this is incumbent. That we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Min khayri dunya, min khayri dunya wal akhirah. That we ask Allah for the good of this world and in the next. So it should never be understood that our asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is just restricted to the affairs of the next life. But rather, whatever is important to us in this life from the khayr, whatever is important to us in this life from those things that are mubah, those things that are permissible and allowed, that it is incumbent that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as relates to those things. That we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those things which will benefit us. 
إذا أن العبد لا يصلح له شأن من أمر الآخرة والدنياه إلا إذا أعانه الله عز وجل because the individual he will not have his affairs rectified neither his affairs of the next life nor his affairs of this life without the help, aid and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aqdiruhu alayh that he decrees it for that person that Allah decrees it for that person because the tawfiq is from Allah Azza wa Jal. The success, the fruition, it is from Allah Azza wa Jal. وَسَهَّلَ لَهُ أَمْرَهُ And that Allah, He is the one that will make the affair easy for that person. So whatever the affair may be, it is Allah that will make that affair easy for that person. It is Allah that will decree that affair for that person. It is Allah Azza wa Jal that will bless that person with this or that coming to fruition. With this or that coming into reality. Allah is the one who will bless that individual, regardless of what it is. So if a person is looking for a job and needs a job, it is Allah Azza wa Jal that will bless that individual with a job. A person wants to get married, it is Allah Azza wa Jal that will bless that person to get married to a good spouse. That person wants to have children, it is Allah Azza wa Jal that will decree for that person children, whatever the case may be, from the affairs of the dunya. When you need something, ask Allah Azza wa Jal. Ask Allah Azza wa Jal. Shaykh Zayr al-Madkhali, rahmatullah alayhi, he says, وَلِهَادَ جَاءَ فِي هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ And thus it comes inside of this particular hadith. مَنْ لَمْ يَسْأَلِ اللَّهِ مَنْ لَمْ يَسْأَلِ اللَّهَ يَغْضَبُ عَلَيْهِ That whoever does not ask Allah, Allah is angry with that person. Allah is angry with that person. Allah becomes angry with the abd if the abd does not ask him. فَيَتَعَيَّنْ هُنَا وُجُوبِ السُّؤَالِ الْحَاجَاتِ الْأُخْرَوِيَّةِ وَدُنَوِيَّةِ مَنْ مَنْ مَالِكِ that we ask for the affairs of the dunya, the affairs of the akhirah and the affairs of the dunya from the one who owns them. And that is Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal, He is the owner of everything. So when we need something, we have to ask Allah Azza wa Jal. وَمَسْأَلَ أَثَانِيَا And the second issue, the second affair that we benefit from this hadith. وَمِنَ السُنَّةِ الْمُوَاصِلَةِ الدُّعَاءِ That from the sunnah is that we should continuously make dua. We should continuously make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالسُؤَالِ اللَّهِ And we have to constantly ask Allah Jalla wa'ala وَالْإِيمَانِ And we have to have faith. We have to have belief. Iman. بِأَنَّهُ يُحِبُّ كَثْرَةِ السُؤَالِ That Allah Azza wa Jal, He loves to be asked in abundance. Allah Azza wa Jal, He loves to be asked in abundance. Ya ibadullah, I want you to listen to this. 
The Alama, the Sheikh Zayd al-Madkhali, rahmatullah alayhi, mentions that from we have to have the Iman, the belief. It is incumbent that our Aqeedah is Sahiha. This is incumbent. Bila shakku, bila raib. Labud minhu. No doubt, we have to have it. Our Aqeedah, our creed must be correct. So it is from the way of the Sunni Salafi to make sure that his aqidah is correct. It's correct. It is that which the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he taught. It is that which the Prophet sallallahu he used himself yani believed, and that was the Sahaba they believed, and that which they were upon. That which Allah azza wa jal revealed. Our aqidah has to be sahiha, has to be correct. Likewise, our minhaj has to be salim. Our methodology has to be correct. Has to be right. But all of this is not something that is just theoretical. It has something that we have to hold on to in theory and then that's it. But it's that which also it has to translate practically. Has to translate practically so it has to be seen inside of our actions. And thus this is why the great alama and maybe we can appreciate better the great imam Imam al-Bani said kun salafiyan aqidatan wa sulukan wa ibadatan where he says, be one who is Salafi, be one who was upon the way of the Salaf, upon the way of the Prophet Wasallam, and the way of the Sahaba. Inside of your creed, the way you believe, believe like the Prophet Wasallam and the Sahaba used to believe. And upon the way that you make ibadah, the way that you worship, and in part and in your character, in your character. So from those things which have to manifest inside of our character, those things which will manifest inside of our limbs, due to our iman, is that we constantly ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we know, that there is no change from situation to situation. There is no power and no might except with Allah azza wa jal. So if we're going through whatever it is that we're going through, then we have to beg Allah azza wa jal. We have to call upon Allah azza wa jal. The Prophet ﷺ, he told us, الدعاء هو العبادة. That supplication, it is ibad. So thus, we should be of those who constantly supplicate unto Allah Azza wa Jal. And we have to be of those who believe that Allah loves that we ask for Him a lot. He loves that we ask Him a lot. وَأَنَّهُ لَا يَقْرَهُ ذَلِكَ And that He does not hate that. وَأَنَّ كَثْرَةُ الْأَسْئِلَةِ مِنَ الْعَبْدِ لِلْرَبِّهِ تَزِيدُهُ قُرْبًا مِنْ رَبِّهِ جَلَّ وَعَلَى And that, the more the slave asks Allah, the more the slave he begs Allah, the more the slave worships Allah by way of supplicating unto Allah, the more the slave asks Allah for the things that he or she needs, then the more they will get close to Allah. The more they will get close unto Allah Azza wa Jal. It is incumbent, ya ibad, that we are from those who constantly we beg Allah. We are from those who constantly we ask Allah whatever the situation we are in. No matter to what extent that situation is. No matter its scope for the little things, the middle things, the big things. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal. For those things that are minor, those things that are major, we ask Allah Azza wa Jal. For those things that are easy, those things that are hard, we ask Allah Azza wa Jal. Because as it relates to easy and hard and so on and so forth, this is as it relates to ourselves. But for Allah, everything is easy. When Allah wants something, He but say to it, Kun fayakun, be and thus it is. So whatever we may ask, it's easy for Allah, it's easy for Allah. 
And Allah loves that we ask Him. Allah loves that we ask Him. So it is a must and it is incumbent that we increase in asking Allah Azza wa Jal and supplicating unto Allah Azza wa Jal. This is from the characteristics of the person who is truly Sunni. This is from the characteristics of a person truly upon the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is from the characteristics of those who are the avid worshippers of Allah Azza wa Jal. This is from the characteristics of the righteous is that they are constantly turning to Allah, begging Allah, asking Allah for those things that they need. Hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami' al-muslimin fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim Bismillah walhamdulillah والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله i can't stress the need of dua in the life of the muslim enough we need dua we need dua we need to constantly ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa الشيخ زيد المدخلي رحمه الله تعالى he mentions about this dua the supplicating unto Allah عز وجل he says وتكون سببا أساسيا في قضاء الحاجات is that making dua supplicating unto Allah عز وجل this is this is the source or this is the foundation this is the foundation of having the needs fulfilled this is the foundation for having the needs fulfilled this is from the greatest sebab from the asbab the greatest cause from the causes the greatest reasons from the reasons for the facilitation of something the attainment of something is to make dua is to ask Allah Azza wa Jal so what I'm saying in other ways in other terms so as to give you an example when an individual looks to wanting a job they know that they have to have a resume fill out an application go for an interview so on and so forth all of these things are from the asbab all of these things are from the means by way in which a person he will get a job what I'm saying to you is that from all of those means by way in which a person he will take to get a job the greatest of all of those means is to ask Allah Azza wa Jal dua asking Allah Azza wa Jal is more important it has more effect is more beneficial than you making a resume going on an interview so on and so forth from the greatest means of the attainment of anything is to make dua unto Allah Azza wa Jal and as Muslims we have to know this with yaqeen we have to know this with certainty because ibadullah it is not just that which is restricted to getting a job getting married so on and so forth but anything that may plague us anything that may worry us the greatest weapon that we have against it is dua to ask Allah azza wa jal and I'm saying this 
for a great reason. I'm saying this because bila shak, When a person looks inside the headlines of the world today, he sees the Muslims being oppressed in this region. The Muslims being oppressed in that region, being tortured, being killed unjustly, Muslim women being raped, Muslim children being killed, Muslim elderly being killed, the property of the Muslim being taken and, and being ravaged by the enemies of Islam, being ravaged by the shayateen from the human beings. And likewise, an individual, when he sees the likes of this, it will move him. He want to do something. He want, he, want to, he want to jump into action. What's the action that we jump into? What do we do? We have to do that which is in accordance to the Sharia. We have to strive to help and aid our brothers and our sisters from the ways that are mashru'ah, that are legislated. We can't allow the shaitan inside of this to use our need and our want and our desire to do things and then he stare us to bid'ah, he stare us to the hands of the khawarij, he stare us to the kilab al-nar, the dogs of the fire, so on and so forth. How many people have been overtaken due to their ignorance, due to their atifah, due to their emotions and so on and so forth and then they're pushing, they're plunging to doing things that are against Islam. They get pushed into doing things that are satanic. And then their excuses, we want to bring victory to Islam. How you bring victory to Islam? By taking away of the shayateen. Person say he want to bring victory to Islam, so he go commit an act of terrorism. The terrorism, that's from the, that's from the acts of the shayateen. How you want to bring victory to Islam? By using satanic ways. Never happen like that. It's not going to happen. You want to be victory to the people of Islam by taking the road of the Kilabun Nar, the dogs of the hellfire, as the Prophet Sallallahu he described the Khawarij. Kilabun Nar. The likes of ISIS, the likes of Daesh, the likes of Shabab, the likes of Ikhwan Muslimin, the likes of the likes of the likes of. Whatever the name is, whoever has the methodology, whom whom, they are them. We should never allow ourselves to be steered by the shaitan to doing satanic things because we feel for our brothers, we feel for our sisters. Likewise, we can allow our effort or we can allow our desire to do something for us to put money inside of the hands of the shayateen or put money inside of the hands of Ahl al-Bidah because we say we want to help our brothers I don't know what to do here let me donate to this organization not knowing fully what that organization is going to do with your funds they may take your funds and direct your funds to the Kilabu Nah to these people doing these acts of atrocities and so on and so forth how are you helping your brothers? How are you helping your brothers by arming the shayateen? How are you helping your brothers by arming the khawarij? So you got to be careful who you give your money to. Then you got to make sure where it's going to. A person when he understands the treachery that goes on in this world right now. How you have so many of these organizations that front like they want good for the people. But really they just backing the shayateen. They just backing the khawarij and things like that. Then a person he feels scared. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Who am I getting my money to? I want to help. I want to do something. You can do something. All of us can do something that is from the greatest weapons that we can use against those enemies of Islam. Those who are oppressing our brothers and our sisters. Those who are killing our brothers and our sisters. Those who are pillaging our lands. The 
greatest weapon, greater than any bomb, greater than any airplane, greater than any gunship, greater than any aircraft carrier, greater than any, 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 any from the weapons is dua. And I want you to listen to this, yeah, ibad. And I don't want you to just hear this and then that's it, but I want you to let this be a motivating factor for you to increase in making dua for our brothers and our sisters worldwide who are being oppressed wherever they're being oppressed. You see, that's why I'm not mentioning this place or that place because I don't want anyone to think it's restricted to just what the Muslims going through here or there. But wherever the Muslims are being oppressed inside of the earth, wherever the Muslims are being put to test and trial in the earth, wherever the Muslims are being tortured inside of the earth, make dua for the Muslims worldwide who are going through problems, trials, difficulties, who are going through fitting, make a dua for them because that is the greatest of the weapons. So I'm saying this because I want you to increase in making dua for them. Maybe yesterday you forgot. You went to bed happy-go-lucky, cheery. When our brothers and our sisters were being tortured. Our sisters were being raped. Children were being killed. Children were being left as orphans because their parents were being killed, murdered, slaughtered. We went to bed not even thinking about it. Don't go to bed tonight without thinking about it. Stand up in the middle of the night, in the last third of the night, and shoot the night arrows at the enemies. In the night arrows, it is the supplication. It is the dua. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, دعوة المسلم لأخيه بظهر الغيب مستجابة that the dua for the Muslim in his absence the dua for your brother when you make dua for your Muslim brother you make dua for your Muslim sister in their absence you make dua for them behind their back they don't know you make making dua for them you make dua for them behind their back you make dua for them in their absence that dua is answered. Do you understand what I'm saying? That dua is answered. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said that the dua, the dawa, dawa to the Muslim, the supplication of the Muslim for his brother or his sister behind their back in the absence, it is answered. Allah will answer your dua. So utilize this situation, making dua for the Muslims in this place and in that place who are being oppressed. It enters into us making dua in their absence, making dua behind their backs, making dua for them. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives them victory over the enemies. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He protects them from the harm of the enemies. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives them relief from the difficulty that they're in. When we make dua for our brothers and our sisters behind their back, the dua is answered. This is the greatest thing we can do for them. This is the greatest thing we can do for them. This is from the greatest of the weapons against the shayateen. Is that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to destroy those devils, to destroy those shayateen, to destroy those enemies of Islam who are oppressing the Muslims, wherever they may be. That is the strongest weapon you can use against them. 
this dua, it is answered. And not that this dua is answered, but the Prophet Sallallahu he said, وَعِنْدَ رَأْسِهِ مَلَكٌ And inside or at the head, or at, the, at, a, at a man's head, is an angel who's responsible for that man. An angel who's responsible, who has been appointed. Huh? Who has been appointed. And every time, he makes dua for his brother with good, for good. The angel, he says, the angel, Al-Muwakkal, he says, the angel that who's appointed for him, he says, Every time you make dua for your brother, every time you make dua for your sister, behind their back, the angel that is appointed, he says, Amin. And for you, the like. Amin. And may you get that same thing too. You understand? He says, Amin to your dua. And then he makes dua for you with that which you made dua for your brother for. Oh Allah, give them victory. The angel, he says, Amin. And for you too, victory. You too. The person he says, Oh Allah, forgive them. The angel, he says, Amin. And you the like. You too. May Allah forgive you too. Oh Allah, give them Jannah. The angel, he says, Amin. And you too. May you get Jannah too. So whatever you make dua for your brother or your sister for behind their back, the angel, he says, Amin. Amin. And you too. Never underestimate the power of the dua. Never underestimate it. It is from the greatest weapons that we have at our disposal. It is a weapon that is free. It is a weapon that doesn't require any type of money. No type of down payment. No type of charge. It is free. We all have access to it. Whether we are laying down, whether we are walking in the street, driving in a car, whatever the case may be. We always have access to it. So let us increase in asking good for ourselves. Let us increase in asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us and to save us. Let us increase in asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us victory, to give us victory over the evils of ourselves, to give us victory over those sins that plague us, to help us as relates to them. This is from the greatest means of kicking any bad habit, is that we ask Allah azza wa jal to fortify us and to help us and to strengthen us from the likes of these things, is that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from the evils of us, to save us from the evils of ourselves. Yeah, this is something that we have to do it daily. I want to remind myself and remind you all of something that is tremendous benefit, something that is very light upon the tongue, doesn't take a long time to say, but the ramifications of it are tremendous, and it outlines and it shows us and it gives us some illustration of the power of dua, of the power of dua, and the importance of dua in the life of the Muslim. And that is the statement of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said, Whoever sits in the morning time of every day and in the night time of every night, Whoever says every morning and they say every night Three times. Bismillah al-Ladhi la yadurru ma'asmihi shay fil arub wa la fil samaa wa huwa al-sami'ul alim wa huwa al-sami'ul alim lam yadurruhu shay'un Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Hadith Sahih 
the Prophet Sallallahu he said, whoever says every morning and every evening, whoever says every day in the morning time and in the evening time, three times, Bismillahilladhi la yadurru ma'ismihi shay'un. In the name of Allah, the one who nothing is harmed in his name. Neither in the earth, nor inside of the heavens. And he is the all-hearer, the all-knower. He says that three times. Every morning, and three times. Every night. لَمْ يَضُرُّهُ شَيْءٍ Nothing will harm him. Nothing will harm him. Ya ibadullah, listen to this. Whoever says this every night and every day, nothing will harm him. Nothing. This is the half. This is the truth. For those who are concerned about their children being safe, they need to teach their children this dua and to remind them to be consistent upon this dua. Those who are concerned about their safety, they need to learn this dua and implement it by begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of it every morning and every night saying this dua three times. And then nothing will harm him during that day. If he says it in the evening, nothing will harm him during that night. When in the Salaf, when he was speaking about this particular hadith, and it was mentioned to him, but what about the day that so-and-so happened to you? He had an accident one day. He got hurt one day. He said, what about that day that that, that, that thing happened to you? Telling me about this hadith. What about that day that thing, that, 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 that thing happened to you? What about that? He said, I forgot to say it that day. He said, that day, when that thing happened to me, I forgot to make this dua. You see? Ibadullah, this is real. Beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not enough just that we learn about the tawheed and that we know the tawheed and that we know la ma'abuda bihaqin illallah that none has the right to be worshipped in the truth except Allah that's not enough but from the muqtaba la ilaha illallah but from that which is necessitated by la ilaha illallah is that we worship Allah azza wa jal so it's not enough that we know to worship Allah only but we also have to what worship Allah only we have to beg upon Allah azza wa jal it's not enough for us to know that dua min anwa' al that dua supplication is from the types and categories of worship. It's not enough just that we know that. But also that we what? That we supplicate unto Allah Azza wa Jal and that we keep our tongues moist with the dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal because these are the characteristics that it is incumbent exists inside of the Muslim man and the Muslim women. So let this be a reminder, Ya Ibad, to beg Allah for that which will benefit us and to constantly beg Allah, to constantly beg Allah, to constantly beg Allah and to make dua for our brothers and our sisters that Allah gives to them good. To make dua for our brothers and our sisters who are going through a hard time. To make a dua for our brothers and our sisters who are being oppressed because this is the greatest weapon that we can ever use against anything and that is to ask Allah to give us success as relates to it.